Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. How you feeling after the wings? I feel fine. Okay. How were you feeling? Not great. Yeah. Not fantastic. I saw the group messages with me, you, and Yizer, and apparently you two had a rough morning the next morning. Well, if you mean fiery butthole kind of morning? Yeah. Yes. Those are the worst kind of mornings. And buttholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Safe to say. Safe to say. No, no, no leaps taken there, huh? Uh, I will say that the part of it that was a miss, we'll call it a miscalculation on my part, yep. was the amount of chocolate milk. Not the chocolate milk. That was a great idea. The mm-hmm. amount of chocolate milk in which I consumed paid for that heavily. That being a half gallon of chocolate milk? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had a... You Minus a glass. Yeah, you just didn't size glass. Because I had a glass of chocolate milk myself. I ended up drinking three glasses of milk. That was rough. Yeah. Um, it was not fun. So, like, I... You know, the chocolate milk was a, was not a problem. It was immediately uh, helping. Mm. Like, when I was using it as mouthwash after, like, you know, 7, 8, 9, and 10. Yep. I was using it as mouthwash, and it was working fantastic. That's why I was consuming it so quickly, though. There, I will say, right, that was that was Sunday night we did that. And today, today is Tuesday, is it not? It is Tuesday. Uh, in that amount of time. You guys time, will be listening to this on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Or Thursday, or whenever. Yeah, whenever you want. Yeah. In that time, though, I have taken quite a bit of, we'll call it, constructive criticism. Mm, (laughs) Want to call it that? (laughs) I I wouldn't call it. We'll call it. We'll call it man card protests. A lot of people weren't being constructive at all. No criticism for sure was there. Yeah, I watched. A bunch of these wing challenges on YouTube, okay? Mm-hmm. And whenever I watch them, yes, these people who are these famous people or what have you, they're being interviewed, and they only take a bite of the wing because they know it's hot, and then they continue with the question. That's how I was my game plan going in, and that's how I thought that would, you know, I thought you and Yiza were being extra by trying to eat the entire wing. Did Did you expect that you that like Yiza and I were also only going to take a bite or two? I don't know what you guys are doing. I I. Was not you on made note of it, I think, after, like, wing four or five, yeah. that, and you were like, Rigney's being real extra right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I was following the basic etiquette of the show that I had seen to that point with my own eyeballs. Correct. Or to that challenge, I mean, which was the the interviewee is only taking a bite, maybe two, of each wing, even mm-hmm. the ones that aren't very hot. So I figured I would follow that etiquette, and boy... Did I take some harassment for that? A little bit. Not a not from bit. any one person more than another. Just from a bunch of different people who watched. Like, like Corey had just said something to me about... Did he? An hour ago. Did he? I was like, hey, buddy. Wasn't even aware he watched it. I noticed... Corey, thanks for watching. He said he, he fast-forwarded to the last five minutes to see us dying. Okay, I'm not really there with the commitment level. <laughs> and then he, can, you know, he proceeded to bust my balls about taking a bite or... Here or there. Yeah. Which I, you know, I caught a lot of that. So, so my question then, to anybody giving Travis flack for this, right? Would you be willing to step up to the plate yourself, right? And then not only do you have to do at least what Travis did, but then more. Otherwise, you're then, you're then now putting yourself in, in, the, in the line of fire. Yeah. For doing the same thing. So for anybody who's now talking down on Trav, you have to step up to the plate. The Trav and Rigney show 
still have the sauces. Most people that have been talking trash are local people. Yeah. We are we we can be a traveling circus. I I see where you're going with this, and I like it. But to get to my point originally, sorry, this is you know a, a long walk for a short drink of water here. My water's right here. No, I know that's an old saying that people say a long time ago. Oh, like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yeah, you can teach someone how to fish, but you can't teach them how to build a fish. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I forget the fishing one, though. Okay. Uh, anyway, go ahead. So, my, the, the grand point I'm making here is a, another, right? Another Godzilla Media team member. Okay? Mm, same team. Same Fr- team. Friendly fire. Friendly MF in fire. He he tweeted at us. Actually, we're going to name drop. We're going to Mr. Brian Katie. Yeah. Tweeted at us and said, it was at Rigney greater than at Trav. Because you ate more of the wing, mm. right? And drank less of the milk. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I had to throw that in. In not so many words, right? He pulled the man card. I was like, hey, buddy. Yeah. That's like that's like not finishing your beer, okay? We don't do that around here. That's what, basically what he said to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm using our platform, and I will we obviously put it out there, to Mr. Brian Katie. You are a local man, as we are. We Let's are go ahead and... People. And I know you're a wrestling fan. So let this be a promo style challenge to you and I having a wing eating contest. It doesn't have to be hot wings. It can just be wings. Because I promise you, I clean wings with the best of them. With mm. the best of them. In fact, I have a technique I show people all the time for eating like flats. I've showed you before. I've seen it. The bone pull and then go It on. is a technique. It's great. So this, that's, that's the challenge to you, Mr. Brian Katie. Let's do this. All right. And I would like to issue a challenge as well, but not to anyone in particular. Just to anyone who thinks that maybe, uh, you know, Trav, you know, he took the easy way out, right? All milk and no wings. So, if that's the case, step up to the plate, right? Clean some wings yourself. Don't use any milk. Yeah. Do it better than he did. And if you do do it better than he did, then, all right. You can you can trash talk them all you want. I will buy you. Oh, there it is. Any Godzilla Media item clothing you would like. Wow, guys, you that's if great. you are going to do the challenge and successfully and, and, him. and if I am baseline, right? I am the bar set as low as it can be set for what you contribute to this challenge, and then I only ate a bite or two of each wing. Mm-hmm. If that's the baseline, you have to do better than that. Mm-hmm. And if so I better find... than that would be cleaning the wings. Yeah, or I mean, if, if you're taking most of the wing, that's still better than what I did. Okay. Right? So if you're taking most of the wing and you're not drinking milk or whatever, if we'll be able to tell with our eyeball, our look balls, that you did better with that than I did. And if that's the case, look balls, look balls. People call them that, dude. All right. If that's the case, I have no problem. I have no problem eating my words here. But the wing challenge, I'm a large guy. Mm. I will put some of those wings back, and they will be cleaned to the bone. I would like very much to get Brian Katie in a room with you and videotape this wing challenge. Yeah. Is it going to be as fast? Is it going to be who can clean the most wings? Oh, clean them. This doesn't have to be a race. This can be This can be a sort of, uh, we'll call it a, a, a stamina thing, right? How many mm-hmm. wings are you putting away? Right. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll come to him. I'll go wherever he wants to go. Okay. I'll go any restaurant or wherever. We'll do it on a picnic bench outside. I don't care. I'll do it wherever. Okay. But know that the, the challenge is out there. All right. 
Let's see if he responds to that we'll, on, on we'll Twitter. S- we'll or send so. a tweet about it as well so he knows that, yeah. you know, if, if nothing else, go ahead and go ahead and listen to right around seven to nine minutes of the show, yeah. of this show, and hear my challenge. Mm-hmm. This is all in good fun, by the way. Yeah, we don't hate each other. No. I, I encourage the, the rivalry. Let the record show that a lot of the Trav hate from the Trav and Rigney Twitter came from me. Yeah, himself. <laughs> he's, a, he's a self-shaming monster, you guys. I do it all the time. So just know that I encourage the ball busting, and I did it to myself. Most of the Twitter involving Trav being a wuss, that was me. Those were my words. Yeah. And I am happy to report that the very overconfident Andrew Yeiser Esquire the Third. No, why are you shaking your head? That's not his name. Very much his name. Esquire? Esquire the Third. It, you just, okay, his, you're telling me that his name is Andrew Esquire Yeiser the Third? No, 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 no. Andrew Germain. <laughs> <laughs> you did not say the Germain part first. He was making shit up now. Andrew Germain Yeiser Esquire the Third. Is the is the Esquire before the or after the Yeiser? I'm confused. After Yeiser, before the third. So Yeiser's not his last name. We've been calling him Andrew Yeiser forever. No, Esquire is like a it's like a um, like a prestigious name. It's like a title. Yeah. Okay. Why does he have that title? Isn't that something to do with horses? He's rich. Because he's rich. So been knighted like Sir. Kind of Sir Andrew Yeiser. Kind of yeah. Fair enough. What was I saying about him? Oh, anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, he was talking a big game, and I'm really happy that he felt some of the heat, too. He he did not suffer, I don't think, as nearly as bad as I did. Um, but he uh, he admitted that it was way worse than he thought it was going to be, which yeah. is good. Yo, when I was I was doing a little bit of finishing kiboshes on that episode. Mm-hmm. No, kiboshes? Putting the kibosh on the episode? Putting some of the kibosh finishes on it. Mm-hmm. And I was sending it over to uh, Gaz. I started to feel really, really drunk. Did you drunk. get that feeling at all? No. I felt drunk. Like, I felt like... I didn't feel like... I knew I wasn't drunk, right? But I felt the same as if I had drank, like, all day. And I was just sitting there, kind of in a fog. I mean, your body was... Your body was... It was, um... You know, working through some a hangover of sorts. Yeah. Uh, I was working my through a separate hangover, which was the milk incident. You had a milk hangover. I call it the milk incident of 2021. Okay, I like it. So, like, I feel like when, when you and the eyes are explaining things that you were going through after, I mm. experienced those things, like the insane, like, red hotness around my mouth. Not even in my mouth anymore, yeah. just around the outside. The milk, the milk part was sort of doing its toll on me. So, it's like, I feel like I didn't experience some of the same things you guys did. Right. Understood. I get that. But, yeah, I, um, that was weird. That was a weird moment for me. Because then I just remembered back to, uh... You know, one of the videos may have been um, a, a very, a very funny comedian, and I, th- and he said that he was drunk, and I was like, "Dude's getting drunk off of wings? Come on, yeah, there's not a thing." But then I, I found out that due to all the like the hot spices and stuff like that, it can have that type of effect on your body, where sort of like what basically happens is you end up getting high off of like the spices. Yeah, and that's awesome. Apparently, that's. That's what happened. I bet that only that's... happens for people who clean the wing. Mm, well, probably. So, you know, just be aware if, if you're, if, if if you're, you're accepting you're... Rigney's challenge here. Yeah. So accept it. You, accept you big dumb, it. You big dumb ninnies. Today, we put on a couple media, social media sites. I don't know why I said media. Social media sites. Yeah. 
for people to ask us questions. Because let's be fair, before you did that first, and before we even did that, I have thought before and said two people before who have asked to come on the show or whatever that everybody's always like, oh, you know what you guys should do? You should say this or you should talk about that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you can at any point reach out and legit tweet it at us in the Twitter world. Like, hey, guys, what do you think about that? And we will talk about it. If you will tweet something at us, if you say, yo, horse hair or like dog fur, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We do, we've no, there's no, like, basement level for what we'll talk about. We are in the basement. Except politics. That's our thing. We yeah. don't do that. And politics are in the garbage. Everything else we will talk about. Yeah. Okay? Shameful stuff. We'll talk about shameful stuff. Dude, the thing I keep under my pinky. We'll talk about it all. I don't even know what that means. So we'll get into these questions. Right? Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to do Twitter? You want to do Facebook? You want to alternate back and forth? Yeah, you go ahead and do a Twitter question first. And I'll right. go to a Facebook question. So... Our good friend, uh, Christopher um, Headache. Um, Christopher Headache. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He reached out and he said, which rookie quarterback do you think will or will be the most set up for success on their new team, right? So let's just go over the new rookie quarterbacks. We have uh, Trevor Lawrence going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. We have Zach Wilson going to the New York Jets. Correct. We have a uh, 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 Trey Lance. Yes, ma'am. Going, huh? What? Trey Lance going to the San Francisco 49ers. And then we have a Justin Fields going to the Chicago Bears. And a Mac Jones going to the New England Patriots. You are correct, sir. My answer for this would be Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is going into the best situation. I think he has one of the better offensive-minded coaches. They have a really good track record for having a good offense, even if they're subpar quarterbacking. Um, I think that they have a lot of great. He has a lot of great pieces around him. I think that they have a very good defense. I think he's going to have a uh, a very good uh, you know career going about it. Yeah, I, I it would be tough for me to disagree with that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, now are you going to do it for the sake of the show or because it's your real opinion? This is my actual opinion. Mm, okay, I believe that the quarterback most set up for success is Mac Jones because his head coach has the best track record in history. So in what in winning games with quarterbacks with quarterbacks not named <laughs> Tom Brady? <laughs> no, uh, he I they they received a very Tom Brady like player, and by received I mean they didn't have to do anything. He literally fell into their laps, which annoyed me. Yeah, it annoyed me too as a Jets fan. And I think that I don't think I'm sorry, Brad. Cam Newton is the answer there. I didn't think he was the answer last year. I certainly don't think he's the answer this year. So I believe you're going to see Mac Jones probably quicker than some. Cam Newton truthers will admit. Probably. And, and I think that he is best set up for success out of all the rookie quarterbacks taken this year in the first round. Boom. Okay. So, Headache, Mr. Christopher Headache. My answer was Trey Lance of the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Travis's answer, Mac Jones of the Patriots. Correct. You want to kick it over to Facebook? Yes, I do. Okay. First question on Facebook is a, a Mrs. Caitlin Loper. Okay. She asked, would you rather be forced to live the same bad day over and over again for a full year or take three years off of the end of your life? Okay. Uh, it sounds like a tricky question. I think... She said, this seems like a tricky one, LOL. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, for me, it's relatively easy. And I'm going to live the same bad day over and over again for a year. 
Because Probably. eventually, I think I'll be used to it. It won't become a bad day anymore. It'll become very much like Groundhog's Day. I'll do all kinds of things to sort of entertain myself. Yeah. And if I if I can die and come back, look out whoever I'm annoying for a year. Okay. I like where you went with that. Yeah. I like that. So I thought about this quite a bit, actually. And I decided that I'm going to take three years off the end of my life. Oh, that's sad, though. The problem with that is, though, like, what if my life is to end... Like tomorrow, yeah, and then you die. Just, two years like ago. I just said that, and now I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm still gonna rock with the three years at the end of my life because either way, whether I was to die tomorrow or 70 years from now, which seems unlikely, because I'd be 102 years old. But you could get there. Yeah, I know you could, but I've I've not lived a life conducive to lengthy lives yet. <laughs> yet you have 70 more years to change that, buddy. Yeah, that's true. Then I mean, usually health doesn't get better as you get older, though. Very rarely does it get better. Okay. So, yes, I'm going with the three years off the end of my life. I feel like I would rather not live a bad day, assuming it's, like, the worst day ever. Yeah. I don't really want to live it every day. That would that would really annoy me. True. I can understand that. And everybody has a, a different definition or a, a, a different thing that would make it the worst day ever for them. So, you know, the worst day ever for me, I'm not going to get into specifics because it would probably just make me sad. But, yeah, living that day over and over again would probably get really, really bad. Yeah, that but would suck. just know that it's there's life after all of that, and I don't know that if I would like if I could take three years off my life. I understand. You have children. I mean, you have you. I have child. Yeah, I have child. Yeah, yeah. You have childs. Yeah. Okay. I have children. You have child. You know what I meant. Yes. <laughs> uh, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta think about it there. And I and I did think about that. And I assumed. I, I bet. I bet on living. You know. A life into the seventies. So, in that regard, I'll, I'll, I'm okay with taking the three years off. Yeah, the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what's the? I think I'm gonna go with the three years, probably. Oh, really? Changing yeah. your answer? Well, now thinking what the worst day ever would be, right? Well, she did. She didn't say worst day ever. She said live the same bad day over and over. Okay. Again. Okay. If it's just a bad day, I'll do that. But if it's the worst day possible that I could live, I'm yeah. definitely taking the last three yeah, years. Yeah, for sure. Because. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm okay. not changing my answer, but I understand your reasoning behind your answer. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, because we could make a movie out of it, Bill Murray. Yeah, they did that I'll already. I'll have him. He did do that already. Mm-hmm. We saw, we went golfing last week, and we saw... Bill Murray? It, well, it was me and Steven, and then we saw... We, the people in front of us were taking forever. They had five people, one of which was walking, which, you know... Four of them in her carts. One of them was walking the course. So okay, it took, I just didn't have enough money for a car. I don't know, dude. It took <laughs> forever, though. So the guy behind me and Steven caught up to us. He was just by himself. So he's like, can I just play with you guys? And we're like, yeah. And then an elderly gentleman, right, no younger than 70-something, caught him or caught us. And also, just without saying anything, just joined us. So now we had a foursome. And we got to, like, hole 11. And there was a groundhog sitting on a rock right after somebody had just made a Groundhog's Day movie reference. Really? And we were, or excuse me, a Caddyshack reference. And we were like, we were like, there's no way this is happening right now with the Bill Murray and the Groundhogs. <laughs> like, this is not happening. Forgot to tell somebody about that. I got, I gotta say that that is by far my biggest fear in playing golf. Is that like, I can't stand when there's a group of people behind me because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm shanking every shot. Yeah. Right. They're like. I'm very, very happy when I hit the ball in and somebody says a number lower than 10. Oh. I'm very, very happy when that happens. Okay? Yeah, so I understand. It takes me a long time to get ball in hole. Yeah. 
Same. Yeah. I'm not, I've been doing this for a while, and I'm not very good still. I've gone four times. Oh. I haven't gone four times. That was times. all the same summer. I have not existed in a golf course since. Oh. <laughs> That's a weird way to say I haven't golfed in a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've golfed four times in the last, like, week and a half. So, and I'm not getting any better, is my point. Well, it's tough. It takes a long time to get good at golf. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me, uh, one of Steven's friends, an older gentleman, told me that he said... Hey, Chad, do you know why they call this game golf? And I'm like, I don't, actually. Why do they call it golf? He's like, because the name fuck was taken. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. I feel like that's a Robin Williams joke. Is it? It might be. I don't know. I I didn't know either, but he told me and I started dying. I'm like, that that makes sense. I feel like I heard Robin Williams say that in a stand-up before. said it about a hundred times. But it is really funny. All right, we going back to Facebook? Yeah, no, no, we you're just on, did Facebook. You're on Twitter now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dumb idiot. All right, um, Victor wants to know what our favorite French fry is. Do you have a Do you have a particular favorite that jumps out at you? I do, and it and it and I don't think it's a popular one. Okay, I like to get like the salt and vinegar fries from the fair. You know what I'm talking about? No. So the fair, like the Scatacoke Fair, they'll give you yep. fries. You can get like vinegar and stuff on them, okay. and salt, and it's really good. All right. Never heard of it's them. It's like salt vinegar but chips. Like, but what kind of fries are they on? I don't know. Oh, I mean, are they like regular, regular like shoestring fries? Yeah, or like, like crinkles? Fries. No, okay. not crinkles. I thought that's what... I thought he meant like almost like toppings. What kind of fries you guys like? Oh, okay. See, I, I took it as like how, like how they were cut, right? Like, so me, my favorite is probably curly fries. Curly fries are good. Curly fries are my fra- favorite. My, my favorite. Your favorite. Come Listen, on, buddy. they're my favorite if... They're, I kind of like them a little undercooked. Like, I like them soft. I don't like them hard and crispy. Okay. And then I like steak fries. Ooh, steak fries are good. Curly fries have to be crispy, though. Like, I feel like that's what makes them so good when they're crispy. mm, I like them softer, man. Okay. Understood. Agree to hate you forever. Nope, that's not what I said. For your opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, so I also like, um, obviously, shoestring fries are good, but I also like uh, crinkle cut. Okay. So you just like fries, man. Dude, fries are very good. You just you are not a picky fry guy. If we're talking toppings, it's it's loaded fries. Alright. Yeah. Like we're getting cheese and bacon on them. Did you know at Wendy's, you go to Wendy's often? Yeah, the baconated fries? Damn. I used to slam those. So I didn't even know until I went and got the kids happy meals today that that was even an option. You can get them instead of your regular fries. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I ordered something with just fries, and they must be pushing baconator fries for some reason. Mm-hmm. The guy was like, he's like, for $1.10, you want to make your fries baconator fries? Which is so much, by the way. And I'm like, excuse me? That's is, an option? But it's so worth it. I would have paid $2.10 I'm very for I'm, how delicious that was. I'm very upset, though, when I get them and the cheese isn't melted. Yeah. I like, cry could, a lot. I cry about it? actual tears jeez man yeah crying like you were in the hot wing challenge that wasn't sad cry <laughs> that was it was pain cry yeah exactly oh, i know i'm just ball busting it was bad though like you couldn't see it on camera like when i watched the video i wish you could see it more but like you and yizer could see the tears oh running yeah down my face yeah yizer had them too though because when i looked at you and you literally had tears coming on your face yeah. and i looked over at yizer and he had one of those like sweaty tears coming down the tip of his nose kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, I'm sweating, but I'm like, my, I'm not like, you know, leaking out of my face like that. Right. Let's get to a friend of the show real quick since we're about halfway through this guy. Absolutely. This podcast is brought to you by Forgotten Freshness Classic Gaming. Whether you're a casual gamer or a hardcore collector, Forgotten Freshness has what you're looking for. 
From the common games like Super Mario Bros. to the super rare and obscure games, Forgotten Freshness has it all, and in collector condition. If you have some video games sitting around collecting dust, go trade them in for cash and get yourself some store credit and find a new adventure to play. And I've been going there for 15 years, bro. 15 years. Yo, I looked... Actually, this is how I found out about Frank, right? Mm -hmm. I went to a place called Game Crazy. They don't exist anymore, so I feel fine saying it on the podcast. Okay. I went to a place called Game Crazy. I I asked them for Monster Rancher. Okay. Do you remember Monster I Rancher? I do remember Monster for Rancher. PlayStation? Yep. And I asked them if they had that game. They were like, we can look for it, but we don't know. Right? So they called me a week later. And they're like, we still haven't found it yet. We're going to look for it for another week. And I'm like, okay. And then I never heard anything back. So I went back like an- another week later. And I was like, hey. I was like, I called a couple weeks ago looking for Monster Rancher. He's like, you know what, dude? He's like, these games are kind of hard to find, these older games. He's like, I'm going to give you the card of this guy. He's like, this is the guy I personally go to whenever I need old games. And it said Forgotten Freshness on it. And I still have the very first business card that he has. It's oh, wow. in one of my old wallets upstairs. And um, and I went there, and I got Monster Rancher, and I also bought Earthbound for the Super Nintendo. Frank had it on deck, didn't he? He just had it just, just sitting there. Wow. Yep. Dude has everything. And he also has new summer hours. Open Wednesday through Saturday from noon to 7, located on 127 Saratoga Ave in Mechanicville, New York. Give him a call at 518-664-1003. Check him out on Twitter and Instagram at FF Classic Gaming and on Facebook at Forgotten Freshness Classic Gaming or check out their website at ForgottenFreshness.com. Is Monster Rancher the game where you could breed them? Was that a thing? Oh, yeah. You like? You I just got it again recently. It's upstairs. Oh, wow, really? Me and Liv were playing it. Yeah, you take in and you use other CDs to like make a monster. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so you get like a music CD, you put it in some like a Atlantis Morissette, right? And then <laughs> Do you not enjoy her music? Oh, uh, no. Okay, Atlantis Morissette, right? You put her CD in the in the PlayStation, you close it up and the monster shrine starts up and then it's like, "Oh, cool, I got a gel." And it's like all like mad at you cuz gels have like the worst uh anyway. I get you. We should get back to the Twitter questions. Yeah, are we on Facebook or are we on Twitter? Uh we are on tw- uh, Facebook. All right. Uh, the next question we have on Facebook is from a Mary Hughes. How do you feel about the fact that the first man your daughter ever said she wanted to marry was King Kong? He he has a really kind face, and according to Liam, a good butt. That's right. Mary is the mother of my children, Liam is my son, and apparently he believes King Kong has a good butt. Nothing wrong with that. Seen King Kong's butt, dude is packing. Yeah, he's he the, that boy thick, two C's. Dude's got a nice trunk on him. Um, so to answer her question, how do you feel about the fact that you that the first man your daughter ever said she wanted to marry was King Kong? Is I don't feel any way about it because really, what the hell am I going to do about it? Yeah, like you're like, going to kick King Kong out of the house? Yeah, like well, I'm going to be like, hey, what am I going to do? Pull uh, bad boys and meet him at the door with somebody? Like. Oh. I can't wait to do that. Man, he's going to punch me through the planet. I have a daughter, and we're definitely doing the bad boy skit to yeah. her first boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. plant friend. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I posted a gift back to her of just King Kong. My my son is obsessed with Godzilla and King Kong. Like, those yeah. those Godzilla movies, that those recent ones that came out, and then mm-hmm. the King Kong movie that most recently came out, or... Skull Island, I think it was called. Mm. Those were his two favorite movies of all time, and then they combined them, and I was like, this kid's head is going to explode. <laughs> he loves these movies, and they made them together. That's awesome. Has he seen the Jack Black one yet? 
He has seen parts of it, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> that one's a little long, though. He's only interested in the parts where King Kong and or dinosaurs are in the scene. Which, by the way, is it takes about an hour to get it. Uh, it. Seriously. Yeah, it takes a long time. And I, I love... went to go see that movie with, I think, you, Haas, and Brad. And we were sitting in the theater for like an hour, and they hadn't even shown King Kong yet. I turned, I turned to Haas, and I'm like... This is King Kong, right? Yeah, like, are the, we in the right theater? We're in the right like, movie. It's been an hour. We haven't seen a monkey yet. Yeah. They really they really wanted to get you the storytelling there. They really dragged it out. Yeah. I don't even remember what it's about. All right. So, uh, from Brian Katie, um, uh, wing challenger of, of Travis uh, James Hughes here. and uh, um, Middle name and all, huh? Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> He wants to know who's in a better long-term. Uh, who's a, who is the better long-term solution for their respective teams? Is it Justin Fields or Zach Wilson? This one I find very hard to answer, and my reasoning is because the Bears are a much better team right now than the Jets are. You think so? Yes, I think the I think the Bears are a playoff team other than Mitchell Trubisky. So it really just depends on how Fieldsy plays. When I first saw this question, my initial thought was for me. I put I sort of put the Bears and the Jets on an even playing field here mm-hmm. as far as team, as team, team talent and coach is concerned because Nagy's in the hot seat. Nagy is in a hot seat. Salah I think, just got that job. I, I think, think he's going to be good. I think Salah probably has a, a, a tick of an advantage as far as head coach goes because obviously he's going to have more longevity there if if not successful. Yeah. If they both finish with the same record of like five and twelve. Nagy's Salah's going to be there. Nagy's gone. Yeah. Justin Fields is now dealing with a new head coach. So what this boiled down to me for. Um, what it boiled down to for me was who I felt was the better quarterback. And I told you before, I thought Fields was the second best quarterback in this draft. And I think that's completely fair. I never really knew who I wanted over Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. I knew that the Jets were going to go Zach yeah. Wilson. Um, so it was kind of just like... You're not mad at it. No, get get used to it, though. Because yeah. that's what's probably going to happen. My answer is probably going to be Justin Fields. I think he has. I think he's probably more pro-ready than Zach Wilson is. Um, and he's on a better, more playoff-ready team, in okay. my opinion. So I think you're going to see the results with Fields much quicker, much quicker than you will with Wilson. That's fair. Understood. Let's go back to Facebook. And actually, this is the last question for Facebook. Tyler Dean asks, Would you rather taste shit every time you burp or smell shit every five minutes, both of which last for the rest of your life? No. Or whatever one you choose. It lasts for the rest of your life. Um, I'm going with, uh... I gotta go with, uh... Tasting it every time I burp. No, I'm gonna smell it's gonna, it. I think it's gonna be much... I think it's gonna be much less frequent. You're right, it would be, but... I feel like smelling it that frequently would make it... Would make your body used to it. Like, you, you don't even really smell it anymore. I suppose so, but I think smelling and taste are such similar senses... That I think if you smell it, you basically taste it. Maybe. I just don't even want to know what tasting it, what that experience is. So, Have you smelled it? It's probably pretty similar. Uh, I don't know. I know. I know. Well, it's... It's a gross one. I don't know why you didn't just call me and ask me that one. How rude, dude. Putting that on social media like that? Yeah, he's the worst. You could have just called me and asked that one. Now we have to imagine what that's like on air to people. Thanks a lot, jerk. All right, so we got uh, we have a question from Taylor from the Sports with a Z and T show, and um, he says, "Would you rather everything you taste be spicy or everything you hear sound like it's underwater?" And for me, um, obviously, we have some recent experience with this, so I'm gonna go ahead and hear underwater sounds for a, for a bit. 
Does it say how spicy or just spicy? It just says spicy. I'm going to go with the spicy. Yeah? Hearing like everything was underwater would piss Plus me off. Plus milk worked for you. Yeah. I'll just drink milk with everything. It's true. You um, could do that. But hearing things, like hearing everything like it's underwater would just piss me off after a while. It would. But I also think you would get used to it after a while. But I, that's you, you can make the same argument with the spicy yeah. thing. You can get used to that also. It's true. So, I don't really know. It's kind of crazy. But, um, yeah, that one's a tough one. Yeah, I... You're going spicy, though, yeah, for sure? Yeah, I'm staying spicy. All right, I'm going to go underwater. Okay. I think I'm doing that. I'm sounding... I'm, I'm hearing things like they sound underwater. Yeah, and I'm, I tried to imagine what that what that sounded like, and I, I struggled a little bit, but... I think you just have to, like, just, like, cover your ears. Just, like, like just... I think you even just, like, put your palms in your ears. Like, listening to a shell? Like a conch? Yeah, like, I can oh, kind of... I can't really hear you. Yeah. My my own voice is very, like, echoey. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if I could simulate that for the podcast yeah, by, like, covering up the mic, but I don't think it's going to really work. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind spicy, though, for the most part. I know people don't think that because I was only taking bites at a time out of those wings, but... Or a bite. Yeah. But I do like spicy things, so... Right. You know. All right, then. Yeah. Um, Cam had a question. Oh, yes. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Uh, is it here? Cam. Will you have a discussion about the changing standards for balls in Major League Baseball? Were they altered to make home runs more likely? And have they since been changed? So, I knew that this happened, right? I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea. I knew that this happened... And uh, I did, I will admit, I had to look into seeing when was most recently reported. I imagine it couldn't, they couldn't have made any, made any changes after the season started. Not that mm-hmm. I could find anyway. Right. And just to cite my source, um, I have from CBS Sports, in an effort to center the ball with a specification range for the COR and CCOR, Rawlings produced a number of baseballs from late 2019 to early 2020 that loosened the tension of the first wool uh, winding. The memo from the office of the commissioner reads explaining that the change had two effects. So basically, it wasn't done so that people would hit more home runs. I just, I think, and actually they ran into a problem here because pitching is dominating this year. Yeah, I was going to say, it seemed like there hasn't been like a lot of home run hitting. So I can see why somebody would be like, did they change the ball so that they would hit more? think that the ball gets more lift i have no idea so let me first say i have no idea really like mm. I, I could not say with any real professional opinion what what is happening with the ball or if loosening tension between the the laces matters that much but i from what i understand the, the ball is getting a little more lift when connected properly however it doesn't matter at all now because people pitching are just dominating and so pitching good. this year like we have a guy who's leading the league in home runs and is also a starting pitcher with a 210 era I didn't know any of this is a thing, but I also thought if you loosened up the laces, it would make it harder to hit a home run. No, because doesn't uh, it make doesn't it, wouldn't it like kind of cushion the impact more? This new ball is less bouncy, so maybe it would prevent the ball from from going over. Maybe that's why they're struggling more. Maybe that's why pitching. Maybe that's part of the reason why pitching is dominating so much is the ball doesn't it doesn't come off the bat as high a velocity. Maybe. But that means that we're living in a world where Major League Baseball went, you know what? I don't like that we're hitting so many home runs. Let's yeah, dial kind of that weird, back. Right? Especially when it's been complained about so often that the game runs so slow. Yeah. You'd think getting, well, I guess, okay, so if the game's slower, then I guess better pitching would speed up the games. But it doesn't, 
make the game seem like it's fast. Like there's no, there's not more action in the game, right? Well, this says uh, per this spring, the home run rate is up. Is it from where where it was in 2019 or 2020? Wow. Uh, oh, and also, it didn't seem like to me that people were scoring as often. This source is cited from March 11th of this year, and the reason for that is they don't really okay, so change was, much once the season starts. Right. So, but that was like almost three months ago at this point. Yeah. So that that could be wrong. Ago. Home run. I am. I'm almost certain home runs have gone down because pitching, like we said, is dominating. Right. So. Okay, I can I can see that we're not going to get to all these questions today, which is absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, Cody asked a very good uh, beer Olympics question. I'm actually I'm gonna I think I want to save that for the Friday show. That's fine because that that's going to be a lengthy one to we, answer. We talked about this before the show, and, and this one was going to take a minute to answer. Yeah, which which is absolutely okay. I'm yeah. very interested in answering it. I'm interested to seeing who you're going to have. Should we do answers. separate? Like we're not going to team up and build this team. Yeah, just build your we'll, own. We'll do it separately. Okay. Okay. So we're going to take care of that like it's a real deal thing. Okay. Um, Good on you, Cody. Not Corey. Which, by the way, great question by Cam. Yeah. Very thoughtful question. Yeah, good job, um, Cam. Corey wants to know why he's better at Beer Cart than the both of us. And I've never seen a more false question yeah. proposed. So let me, before you say anything, let, let me first say, and this is, I'm speaking to your face, Corey. And by to your face, I mean if you're listening, I'm speaking to your ears. Well, he, I'm am, assuming he just listened to the last six minutes of this podcast. I am, <laughs> yeah, right, he's, he fast-forwarded the last couple of minutes. I am, I would consider, number four or five in Beerio Kart amongst our Beer Olympics rankings. Mm. And and I consider myself upper echelon and, and by no means an easy out. So if you think that you're going to beat the both of us, I think you're outside of your mind. I think we're both pr- probably right around the same. Yeah. And, and I think I think everybody's Beerio Kart level is kind of pretty much leveled out at this point. Yeah. Because while Haas was probably number one for a long time, I mean... Um, and, and this isn't any disrespect to Haas, but I think it's just we've we've played it more frequently and more often than he has yeah. lately, and I think that we've caught up. We've closed yeah. in the gap with the gap Haas, is definitely so, lessened. So I, I I think that there's definitely a top five right now, be, be, like being myself, you, Haas, Murph, and Cody. Yeah. Um, Which and, are the people that play it the most. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and really who the best person is on that day. Um, it just really just depends on who the best person on the day is. Yeah, I, and the race. I just know it's not Corey. Of ever. course, you know. I, I was going to say <laughs> of everything you just said, it's a very, it's a very, uh, uh, a, a very like um, tooting our own horn kind of thing. I mean, just this podcast in general is a very like come at me and prove it podcast. Yeah, nobody wants to really do that though. No, to my, to my knowledge, a lot of words are said. Words are said. Actions are not taken. N- no actions taken. Yeah. Corey, you hear that, Corey? All right. <laughs> All Corey has to do is be like, dude, I played Warzone with you an hour ago, and you're the worst. Okay, but that's that's not what we're talking about. I know. I'm okay. just saying. All right, our next question is from Gaz. What's up, buddy? He asks, would you rather drink with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ric Flair, or Andre the Giant? So I, I tweeted back at him, and I said, in all fairness, Gaz, I want to know who you would drink with. Who's mm-hmm. your Who's your selection here of the three? And he replied with a Ric Flair gif. Yeah. And assuming it's Ric Flair. And a, a picture of himself standing next to Ric yeah, Flair. Pretty sweet. I'm a little bit jealous. So he, he he met the Nature Boy. The Nature Boy. That's pretty awesome. I don't know that I've ever met a, a professional wrestler, so that's cool. And especially one of his stature. Yeah. One of the best, most iconic wrestlers of all time. 
that being said, Stone Cold's my answer. And I'll tell you why Stone Cold's yeah, my answer. Yeah, do that before I say anything. I think I like Stone Cold as a person much more than Ric Flair. No disrespect. I grew up watching him. He's one of my idols. Um, I just bought a brand new Stone Cold Steve Austin Funko Pop. I like it. He's He has two belts in his hand. That's how good he is. Yeah, he was okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'm not. And so Ric Flair is a little. He's a little over the over the hill at this point. I don't know that he could keep up with me. Really, I honestly think that. Uh, I'm not just saying this because you're sitting here. Uh, Travis could out drink Stone Cold right now. Yeah, I think I probably could. I think that neither one of us put together could out drink Andre the Giant. No, and he's dead. Yeah, and he could. He's probably still consuming. Yeah, I my answer. <laughs> So Goss asked this question before, yeah, but he didn't have Andre he didn't the Giant have Andre in, in there. And since he's put Andre the Giant in it, I'm choosing Andre the Giant. Oh, because to me, right, the I, challenge, yeah, because we joke a lot, like, oh, I, I could drink a lot of beers. We do the beer Olympics, and I, you know, I mean, I, I, I can put a bunch back, and I would love to see just how well. I know I would lose. I'm just saying, I would love right. to see how much I, how well I fared against right. Andre the like, Giant. Like, like the Always Sunny episode of the, like the Wags, like the Wade Boggs thing. Did you ever see that? I haven't. No. Oh, okay. So Wade Boggs was like, it was like a, it was like a, a urban legend that Wade Boggs would drink like 60 beers or something like that between flights and I don't know something insane. So they tried to beat his record in in a flight. Yeah. Yeah, like that. There's no way. I saw beers in the hand of Andre the Giant, and they look like miniature toy soda cans. Yeah, no, they look really bad. Like, it looks like those those little tiny, like, energy drinks. Yeah. Like the little ones. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes. 100% my answer is Stone Cold. He's just my favorite wrestler of all time. I'm definitely drinking with him. Well, the other thing, too, for Andre the Giant is being able to drink with Andre the Giant means that I either get to drink with his ghost or he comes back to life or however that works yeah and i get to hear some cool stories whereas if we want to hear stone cold we can just watch his podcast yeah that's true he has a great podcast he does um our last question and rightfully so yeah is comes from our great friend Allie. she's a great friend yeah we're gonna go on vacation with her and everything it's yeah. gonna be a great time uh she wants to know who her who our favorite is and why is it her um no, get Allie, fucked. Yeah, stifle it, Allie. <laughs> Come on, just s- stuff it. All right, you're not even top seven. You're not. I don't even know who's in the top seven of my favorite people, but yeah, it felt I mean, mean to my, say top seven. My my daughter is for sure. Yeah, my children are one and two. Yeah, maybe. my my favorite. And then see this stone cold pop here. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, they're all no. jokes, Allie. Yeah, we're just joking. But seriously, um, Stone Cold Pop. She's already annoyed because we talked about golfing, and she likes to complain whenever we go golfing and don't invite her. There's no way she lasted this long in the episode. Yeah, anyway. she didn't. Anyway, we're gonna end it now, though. Uh, oh, by the way, I just wanted to say shout out to anybody who watched our YouTube video. I'm just very shocked at how many people watched that, and I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. And if you want to send us more Twitter questions, you can do that at Twitter, at Travin Rigney. Or Instagram. And you know what? I'm drawing a blank on their name. I think it's like Goof Troop 5000. Nope. Travin Rigney Show. Can't believe we got it. All right, guys. <laughs> See you guys Thanks later. Thanks for listening.